Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the official WNRG podcast. We believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insight into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. And I'm Brittany Lemaire. We are looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Be intentional. Stay curious. And inspire others. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG Buzz page or by tagging us. Hashtag WNRG Podcast Series. So we have the wonderful Chuck Stevens with the Digital Center of Excellence in the studio with Tara, Carmen, and I. You may recognize his voice from the Disrupt podcast crew. You can check them out at go slash disrupt. So we've heard this word uh, chuckified like an adjective. Can you tell us a little bit more? I was uh, just tired of the whole can't be my real self. And I started in ITLS, so that was good because they're very creative and take a little different approach. But I just started wearing uh, jeans in every day at the, at the tower, and people were like, how do you do that? And I was like, watch this. Well, I get up in the morning, I put on my pants, and I come to work. We're really excited to have you on and appreciate you being here. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do at Humana? Let's see. I'm a senior learning design professional now. Used to be wow. a program manager, so they tell me it's a, a promotion slash... I don't know. Attaboy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I used to be a program manager. Uh, so I do digital education and thought leadership for the Digital Center of Excellence. And that means basically I drive a lot of the awareness and communication education activities for digital. Uh, so enterprise-wide, we try to get the word out about things that are going on with digital, how human is leveraging digital, how digital is changing healthcare, yada, yada, yada. Now, we're just one little piece of the digital puzzle at Humano. So. Okay, so give us some examples. <clears throat> uh, so if you think about businesses, I guess in the last, what, five years or so, everything is being disrupted by this thing we call digital. And if you went around the company and asked, I could actually do this now, what do you think of when you hear the word digital? What's the definition of digital? Accessing information through electronics, through something other okay. than a person. All right. Carmen, what's your... I would say the same thing, more technology, where you click on Google, let's say. Okay. I'm trying to think of a better way to say this. Uh, no boundaries, no no box, because everything it, everything can be tangible, it's digital, and accessible. In a way. So basically, it ranges, right? Nobody has like a, a true definition of digital. So that's one thing that we're trying to do as a company. But when you think about this technology piece, it's disrupted all businesses. Right. It's leveled the playing field and in basically they're saying it's very much akin to the the industrial revolution, the digital mm-hmm. revolution. Right. Uh, so <clears throat> when we think about that for healthcare, we're trying to figure out okay, how do we utilize these technologies to uh, create something for our members? So how do you utilize something like machine learning or artificial intelligence? Or why do we care about voice activation like Alexa 
Why do we care about the Internet of Things, connected devices? Why do we care about data visualization in the cloud? You know, what are those things that are changing industries, you know, very quickly from companies you'd never heard of, Uber, Airbnb, you know, you look at Amazon, you know, bought Whole Foods, look at Whole Foods now. Uh, So we're trying to really educate folks on the trends themselves, why they're important, how they're disrupting, and then what we're doing about it. Okay. Right, because it's digital Darwinism. Evolve right. or die. Kinda. Right. And, it, you know, depending on which, you know, you've got the usual suspects. You've got Gartner, Deloitte, McKinsey, Forrester, mm-hmm. all of these think places that give us consultants that give us all this information. Mm-hmm. They're all saying the same things. If you go and sit at one of their trade shows or whatever – if you're not looking at digital in some way and being aggressive about it, you probably won't exist in 10 years. And that's crazy to think about. So how are you educating people? Well, that's a work in progress. Right now we're starting from the top down, and we're looking at our core set of top leaders. So if you think about the Management Operating Committee, a.k.a. the MOC. Which is... Which is like the top 120, right, about the top 125, 150. So I think VP level and up. Okay. And so there's this thing called the leader learning agenda that I'm partnering with HR and IT and other other folks on. And we are looking to try to educate and bring awareness around these topics to the top 120, 150. And so just like the things that I was talking about, Bruce realizes that you know, being in this industry and digital coming along so quickly, we're probably a little behind in where we should be as far as how we can leverage the technology. People people understand terminology. They don't know how to necessarily apply it. It's the application piece. Right. But it's going on at Humana, and people just don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So when you think about what are we educating, mostly what we're educating is, oh, did you know that there's a digital center of excellence? Did you know who the main contacts are? Did you know why you would work with them? That's that's yeah. the question I have because for anyone who's listening, especially for a lot of frontline folks who are not sitting in Louisville, you know, how does this impact me? How do, mm-hmm. what do I need to know in regard to this, you know, the digital center of excellence? Right. And so we are working with all of the areas to determine what is it that you're working on? What are the value props for not only members but internally? Like so one of the I don't know if they're calling it a proof of concept or if it's a pilot or if it's already in in um, like in production. But I know that they were utilizing some type of voice recognition software that had some kind of art, artificial intelligence spin to it so that if I'm talking to you and you're a member, that it's giving me real-time data on how I am talking to you so that I can adjust my tone or the way I'm speaking or things of that nature. Wow. And there's voice recognition. I, I'm pretty sure there's just, a, you know, it was in a, a newsletter for MarketPoint for the My Humana app. Being mm-hmm. able to voice either unlock the program for, mm-hmm. for the, our Medicare members or utilizing having that like my pocket dashboard or something was mm-hmm. really pretty darn neat. I just think about ease of use. So mm-hmm. we were in the Keys this past weekend. It was the best oh, we were on the keys this right. weekend, so you know. So rough, right? Yeah. But we're waiting outside in the rocking chairs, and we're waiting for our Uber 
And the concierge guy is like, well, I can call you a taxi. We're like, what? No, no we don't want a taxi. We want an Uber. But I'll call you. It does the same. This He says to us, it does the same thing. I've got an app, sir. I've already called it. It's done paid for. I don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? And so it just, I, I didn't think ease of use as we mm. progress in the industry. That's what we all want, especially because our, our population, our membership is continuing to age. Mm-hmm. Right? So so as my, my mom, who's 69 years old, she, I mean, all she wants to do now is text. Everything, mm-hmm. she, all her online shopping, everything she does is on her phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that speaks volumes. I mean, we can do and work from anywhere now, too. Right. I mean, the new Flex option and... Mm-hmm. We're an immediate, I feel like everything, we're a very immediate-based, like, culture in general, not just, like, organizational culture, but as a, you know, global citizen, we all want answers now. What Absolutely. If you need to know an answer, what do you do? Well, Google it. Hey, Siri. Well, we were also in the Carolinas. One more story, but we were oh. also... And... <laughs> Siri, just, just... Oh, thanks. Wait, my, no, my Siri is a British gentleman, and his name's Oliver. Okay, Oliver wants to talk to you. <laughs> so we're Oliver. all sitting around a picnic table <laughs> up a mountain, no Wi-Fi the whole week. And do you know how many times we would be in conversation, well, let's check Google. Well, I don't know. Let me find out. And I'm like, wait, we have to wait till the end of the week to find out, like some random question i'm like this is inconvenient right it was also very freeing because then the conversation could keep going you know <laughs> right. but we just kept going right. to pick up our phone yeah. <clears throat> hey sorry how you know how are my kids gonna date actually i don't want to know that oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't want to know the answer to that question uh but like when we were dating at least for me i would call somebody it might be busy I'd sit there for 30 minutes hitting redial. Right. Well, redial was actually technology back then. Sure. You know. Uh, so or dial 69 <coughs> to see who yeah, just right, called. Right, yeah. exactly. Star 69. And then you had to star 67. Seven, just to remain anonymous. Yeah, exactly. How do you know this? Um, I, I'm, I'm an age, and I'm an old soul. <laughs> She's an old soul. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm the worst millennial ever. I do not exhibit like any of the, the millennial traits. Nah, like give me a record player. I'd rather sit <coughs> down for coffee. Oh, I love it. But the technology piece, that is big because it speaks to different people, different ways, different generations, and it can almost be a love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. But you, perfect example, how you used to call somebody, mm-hmm. and now it's not. And you can't right. hear inflection in text and so forth. Um, but... Uh, but as we were talking about earlier with the podcast, at least you can hear voices and inflection. Right. And, and that's a piece that, mm-hmm. um, that you are also part of. Mm-hmm. Disrupt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I've read recently um, about text messaging, because they're talking about that's going to become passe as well, is the fact that you can actually do, you know, just voice, voice messages, memo. mm-hmm. voice memos. And so I haven't done it yet, but I'm thinking that really is – kind of cool because you know i can i can get a heads up if my wife has a little bit of a tone to her or not you know because i'll get a text message and my default for my wife text message is i'm in trouble regardless it could be like blah 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 and i'm like she she might be kind of mad i'm gonna let this one live her a little bit you know if she's mad she'll follow up with a text or whatever but now she can send me a voice memo and i'll know immediately i'm not calling her back you know what technology i hate is voice to text it never works for me ever it's hard i try not to drive in the text kind of what you're saying Mm -hmm. yeah i like the voice you can already Mm -hmm. do voice memos on iphones yeah. That's great. Sorry sure. there. But and sure. um also like in the medical field, Dragon has been around for a long time, but Dragon software is where the doctor will dictate into a, a machine and then it's loaded into their EMR 
So that piece of it's already been there. But um, personal side story, uh, a doctor was doing that outside um, my room about me, and I heard it. So I'm like, oh, other other people are also hearing this. I was yeah. like, I don't really want my, my information There's out there, buddy. Issues but, there. But I, I, it makes it easier because, I mean, the doctor's not having to write and, you know, script everything out. Right. But. Well, and then when we're thinking about uh, the little triangles, I like to call it, you know, with the integrated care. You know, where we're there and then the patient and the, and the provider. You know, the whole thing with the provider is that they want to be able to spend more time with their patients mm-hmm. instead of, you know, doing all the, the things of charting and, and all of that type of stuff. So there's there's all kinds of value props, I think, that we're not even, you know, scratching the, the surface, surface on. Right. Yeah. Do you think our competitors are doing that? Yeah, I mean, I think we all are. So I think one of the things that you can see is you look at the partnership we have with Oscar Health. Okay. So if you're not aware, Oscar I'm Health, not. okay, so Oscar Health is up north and they primarily started serving like New Jersey, New York. And basically you can buy health insurance on your phone, very much like, you know, Geico or getting a mortgage or whatever. But what is interesting about Oscar is that they're a new company, so they built everything from the ground up. So they're they're completely digital. Now, why does Humana have any interest in a company like Oscar Health? Why not somebody that's already doing success in a world that we want to get into? Why not leverage that? Or partner with them to understand yeah, how, how it's we do that. Or uh, partner with them because maybe ultimately we buy them. Right. I don't know. Uh, you know, prognostications, who knows? But the fact of the matter is they're leveraging analytics and all of this digital platform-based you know, business. Mm -hmm. And so we are learning from them. So that's uh, an interesting relationship to watch. Uh, Other companies are, you know, you look at Aetna just bought what CVS. Mm -hmm. Why are they buying CVS? Well, for one, they want a footprint, but, but why, you know, so you have to look at some of those things from a digital perspective. I don't know that the competitors are way, way far in front of us. Because really, I think the thing that is delineating, uh, I guess, businesses like ours is how we, you know, utilize our data. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that same problem. You know, how can we, you know, create some type of personalized experience based on you, Tara, you, Brittany, you, Carmen, me, Chuck, that is, you know, Look at Spotify. Spotify yeah, no, I was knows just you. Yeah, to say Spotify. I was like, I love my Spotify. Me too. It and is, I love that it knows me. Right? Yeah. I, I have so many good music songs, recommendations. And mm-hmm. My playlist from, they made a playlist, like an old school playlist. That's Your my mix, favorite thing. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I've never loved this song mix? when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Genius. Yeah. It's and that's also like using the the AI and mm-hmm. the, the learning aspect of it. Right. And we had Carrie Wong um, <clears> on <throat> and he's he's helping to develop those, you know, the bots and the artificial intelligence and hearing some of the work they do, I I was blown away with just processing things faster and artificial intelligence isn't about taking away jobs. It's about taking away the mundane tasks that you know nobody really enjoys and mm-hmm. you know making it quicker, expedited, and correct, and helping eliminate, you know, human error. It's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm so excited to see what's coming out. Well, big shout out to the uh, WNRG podcast, because my work on the leader learning agenda, one of the things is I'm trying to connect with all of the areas in the company that are doing cool stuff. And I knew Carrie, 
before, but I listened to your old podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to. Talk, I need to. Talk. I had a meeting with him yesterday yeah. to talk about it, and I was like, sharp, very yeah. sharp. And he was like, how did you? How did you know I was working on this? I was like, heard it on the podcast. Exactly. I was like, and that that connected me, and so yeah, so. And when shout you were out. saying about how you educating the folks, that was something that he was talking. That's what he does, right? And As the literacy, choice. it's yeah. the literacy of, mm-hmm. of folks like me that ha- need an understanding of what you do in layman's term, mm-hmm. in my term, right? Absolutely. Well, I think that's part of what this podcast is trying to do. Is we're all so siloed, unless you're here in Louisville. You, mm-hmm. Maybe it's siloed here, too. I don't know. But out there in the virtual world, you really only know what your department does. And you're lucky if you know kind of what your segment does. And But you don't know anything else. You don't mm-hmm. know who's who or what's going on. or mm-hmm. You just don't. And it, it, to no fault of anyone. But we're hoping that this platform gives people like, oh, there's there's a there's a world of opportunity out there yeah. um, mm-hmm. for and me to, to, to look into. The first time I was uh, walking down, um, I definitely went to the wrong Humana building for, for the meeting I, I was in. I think that's everybody's story. And I uh, walked by, I guess it's the <laughs> hub down there, and I was like, what? I, I see the life block, so I know that's Humana. I was like, what, what are they doing in there? Um, can I go in there? That's where and, I work. And, you know, I was, that's <laughs> where I was like, I want to work with one of those, like, cushy, floofy chairs and it just made me just really interested in what's going on out there because Humana is so big and there's no org chart that will ever, you know, do it justice to everything that we're, we have our hands in and what our associates are doing. And that's it for this episode. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG Buzz page or by tagging us, hashtag WNRG podcast series. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others. <laughs>